Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 44 for Wednesday, March 14th, 2018. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to my listeners, of course. This week, I'm going to be talking about uh, the Just for Laughs showcase, uh, some movies, some fitness goals like we're always talking about, and some fitness stuff, I guess, Uh, comedy writing, I had some car stuff. I'm going to read your emails later on. Let's dive right into it, guys. As I ended the last week's episode, I walked out of my room post-recording, and immediately Jason was saying to me that uh, I'm doing the Just for Laughs showcase, which was, I'm you know, I'm recording this Tuesday, of course, uh, which is actually tonight. So I was told a week ago today that uh, I was doing the Just for Laughs showcase, and what that is, for anyone who doesn't know, is uh, once a year, uh, the Just for Laughs talent scout booker, uh, Zoe Rabnett, comes to town. She has a show at uh, Absolute Comedy. She has another show at Yuck Yucks. And what she does is she she looks at the prospects um, in the city, the, sort of the comics that both clubs are recommending to take a look at for uh, for the Just for Laughs Festival. So we all do uh, seven, eight-minute sets, right? Our best stuff, what we want her to see. And uh, and then she takes that and, and, and considers it. And, uh, and that's that. Well, as you guys are well aware, this last year uh, and... and you know, for a while now, I have not been uh, too, too focused on comedy. I haven't got a whole lot of, uh, new stuff that I've worked on and certainly nothing that I've perfected to the point that I, I would deem good enough for the just for laughs festival. So, uh, needless to say, when I was told, I was like, okay, I have a week to prepare, you know, normally we know quite a while out, um, that, you know, what the, the date of the showcase is and everything like that. I find out a week before that we're doing it. I'm like, yeah, I, uh, I don't have anything. I even said to Jay, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I should do it. And he's like, just do it. I'm sure you got something, but here's the thing, guys. This was my mentality and it took me another day or two to really solidify my position um, is Zoe has seen me uh, numerous times and she's seen me do well numerous times. And I still have yet to do just for laughs in Montreal. I was a part of the JFL 42 festival in Toronto, um, but I have never done the just for laughs festival in Montreal, which is where you get a, you know, performer pass. And it's, it really is, um, I'll, I'll, it's a big deal for any comic just for last the biggest comedy festival in the world. Right. So it's a big deal to be asked by just for laughs to come and perform at their festival. It's a huge deal. Um, and I, I may or may not get into that, uh, right now, but I will tell you some fun stuff later on that'll tie it all back together. Um, so I, I just decided, you know, Zoe's seen me a few times and she's always been very, very nice and everything like that. And, and saying how well a job I did, but I haven't been asked to go to the festival yet. And my concern was the last time I showcased for for her, um, I wrote something new and I, I worked hard on it for a month, which is truly not enough time to, to have something that you would want to present to just for laughs. But I worked real hard on it because it was the only thing I had that she hadn't seen and uh, it it was good. It was it was quite good in my opinion. But it I in my I knew going in it wasn't good enough for the festival. Of course, I didn't get it. And it was also the weakest showing that I've had, which is fine. Like I knew what I was uh, what I had going in. But it was an exercise in writing, and I was like you know doing what I never do, which is rehearsing in my spare time and committing. I actually wrote it down physically, wrote it down, and on the computer, and was walking through my neighborhood and rehearsing it with my earphones in. And what I would do is, I would uh, walk, you know, walk around the block and I would say it to myself for the seven minutes or whatever. 
And then I would listen to it, listen to what I just read and read the paper to see if I missed any lines. So I was basically trying to see how well I had committed it to memory. And, uh, and several times with my earbuds and someone would walk past me as I was like ranting, not ranting and raving, but you know, basically doing a bit and someone's walk, walk would walk past me. And of course I didn't hear them coming because I had my headphones in. So anyways, regardless, I was just a big goof, very embarrassing, but it wasn't my strongest showing and it is the last time she saw me. So I figured rather than having even less time to, to basically at this point, write something brand new and be able to get on stage once, maybe twice the week before, you know what I mean? So like we're talking about the best way to get it going is to do it on stage. That's where you work the muscle up. That's the gym, right? So that's like, it's like making meal plans and all these other things and, you know, working out a a schedule to go to the gym and all this stuff. You could do all that shit, but unless you're actually in the gym, if you're only in the gym two times, that muscle, you know, you, you can't work out twice and expect to win a bodybuilding competition. Well, so in my head, I'm like, I, if I write something, you know, and, and try to perfect it in a week, it's going to, it's going to show up as weak again. And it, first of all, it's not worth her attention in all fairness. And that's not me trying to downplay myself or anything like that. But at the end of the day, like you're trying to be part of the biggest festival in the world, your prep shouldn't be one week. Now, in all fairness, it's not like I just chose one week. I did only find out a week out. But unlike the other guys who've been working on new stuff for a year and can probably pick and choose their their favorite things that they've worked on and, and made better, I haven't I haven't created anything new. So that's why for me, it would be creating something within a span of a week or whatever. And that's on me for not being prepared. So rather than perform for her shit the bed waste a spot that could have gone to another comic who really was working at his craft you know and then maybe next time my name not being on the list of people that she wants to see i just uh, i reached out to her and i said look i um i've been going through some stuff as you guys all know but uh, i've been going through some stuff and uh and my comedy career and everything like that has been on the back burner for a long time and uh i really do it really means a lot to me to be part of this festival um but I haven't got anything that's that's that merits your consideration this year. So um, if it's all right with you, with all due respect, if I could just try to, you know, if I could do it next year, that would mean a lot to me. Um, but for this year, I just, uh, I don't have anything ready. And I'd hate to set myself back by, by showing, you know, showing up and, and sort of having something whipped up, you know, cause then it just seems like I'm not taking it seriously. And here's the thing, even, even worse, let's just say, let's say throw, all things out to the universe. Let's say I went to that showcase and I did something well, and then I got the festival from it. That would be the worst lesson that I could possibly learn in terms of working hard and, and trying to work towards something. Because if you can just half-ass it and throw it together in a week and then you get the festival, like that's, that while it would be great for that one thing would be horrible for me long run because it would just teach me that I could fuck around and, and get what I want. And that's a terrible lesson for, for anyone to learn. So I, uh, I, I bit the bullet and I said, uh, I thank you, but I'm just not ready this year. Please consider me for yet next year. So, uh, while it would have been very exciting and, and whatnot, um, I, uh, I have, I have respectfully bowed out of the competition or the, uh, the showcase this year, which is happening tonight. So lots of comics, um, as much as you guys are hearing this on Wednesday. And then of course that show will have been last, you know, last night and all that stuff for you. Um, I still send, uh, the best wishes to all the comics who are out there. Best of luck to uh, all my, my colleagues and from Ottawa looking to get a spot at the festival. Um, uh, best of luck to you guys. Um, and I'll have more on this uh, a little bit later on. 
Um, but yeah, so as it stands, I, uh, I got the showcase, um, and I, I have, I have withdrawn from the showcase. That was uh, part of my week was, was making that consideration and, and that tough call tough, but I, I believe necessary call. Um, as always, I've been working, you know, my, my job at the mobile shop and, and I've already given my notice. So now I'm just sort of making that happen and making that, uh, making those obligations go away. But uh, I still love my team there. So that's just, you know, taking up time during my week on Wednesday, I bottled my wine. So, uh, the wine that I had purchased from, uh, from Muska wines, I got it when I bottled it and, uh, I have done all the necessary prep stuff. I haven't had any yet. Um, cause I'm trying not to drink as much to the point where it's like, uh, you know, I'm almost, I'm drinking almost daily if, if not daily, um, cause of, uh, some of the other stuff I've got going on, but I'm very excited for this wine. Know that if you're getting together with me, uh, wine is definitely on the menu, <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm very, very excited for that. I got 48 bottles of vino and I cannot wait to, well, I can't wait to have some more social gatherings where I can, where I can give myself a good excuse to, to drink. Um, but very excited for that. If you're in the Ottawa area, I cannot recommend them uh, more. Muska wines, very good value. If you're a frequent wine drinker, it saves you a lot of money over going and buying them by the bottle from the LCBO. Um, what else I got going on? Wednesday night, I went to go see Annihilation. So I took my my mother. She'd had a long day at work. I'm, I'm, I really, you know, it's funny. Every time I say that, like I spend time with my mom, I, I back of my head, I worry that I sound like a, some sort of, you know, pussy ass mama's boy. Um, cause I never really have been, but the truth of the matter is I'm getting older and I'm starting to feel, I guess maybe I'm just having a lot of thoughts of mortality with all my health issues and everything like that. And everyone around me sort of having health issues, my brother, my mom or whatever, it's really making me reflect on the fact that of course we're not, um, we're not guaranteed time with anybody. And even to say that, you know, with my relationship with crystal ending, um, you know, that's somebody who I thought I was going to be with for a long time. It's just, it's funny how people who are important to you can just go. So I think something mindful that I'm trying to do is to make the most out of the, the time I have with the people. So I know, um, again, I will touch on the just for last thing and how that ref uh, affects my mom and stuff like that. Maybe a little bit later on in the show, but, um, I, uh, I don't, I don't want to have regrets. You know, I've had up and down relationship with my mom over the years. Um, and, uh, she's, she's always been there for me, always supported me, but just, we've never been super close because there's a lot of friction and tension and stuff. And, um, I'm just getting to a place where I'm able to spend time with my mom and we don't fight and argue and stuff like that as much. So trying to make the most of it regardless. So I, I apologize. So just when it, when you guys hear me mentioning that I'm, you know, I'm taking my mom out for movies or spending time with her, it's just, I'm trying to, uh, hopefully have a good, um, I want what time either her or I have left to, to be spent well together. You know, I don't want her to, to, to feel like I'm just, uh, uh, a fair weather son or whatever, you know, like, or just, you know, we get together. I, I don't want to just get together on Thanksgiving and the holidays and shit like that. And then the rest of the time is just, you know, Hey, how's it going? All right. Talk to you later. Anyways, re regardless, all that shit aside, all this time I'm spending with my mom is part of my own uh, growth and stuff. I don't know why I'm yawning. It's fucking early afternoon. But um, anywho, so took my mom to go see Annihilation. It was the, uh, had a movie pass and it was the only movie in theaters that I hadn't seen. I called it the Natalie Portman Hunger Games. Don't even know how to describe this movie. If you look at the trailer, it looks like a bunch of chicks. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, by the, yeah, yeah. That's something I may talk about too. Um, well, fuck it, let's get off the top. So it's a movie, but, but uh, uh, all women pack of soldier scientists or whatever that go into 
uh, something called the Shimmer. It's basically looks like this big sort of force field wall. Uh, these women go into this place to see where these missing troops have gone. And, uh, you know, the trailer makes it look like it's a horror. Um, but it's, um, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, these women go in, they see like these fucked up animals. They see like this weird phenomenons happening. Um, they, they show these scenes where they're getting attacked and it looks like they've gone into like a Jurassic park sort of hunger games situation. Um, you know, and, and that's effectively, it's like, what happened in this place? Like, that's the theme. That's the trailer, what it tells you. Look at all this crazy shit happening and look at all these crazy attacks and what really went on. Ba-boom, Natalie Portman Hunger Games. Um, that's not what it ends up being for the most part when you go in. Um, I found out after the fact that this movie was being released worldwide on Netflix um, on March 12th, which was yesterday. Um, I looked for it on Netflix, couldn't find it. So actually, let me, let me just do that right now. I heard it. It's getting an international release. It was only getting theater play in North America, but for the international release of Annihilation was coming to Netflix on, uh, March 12th. In fact, I'm going to post something later on. I haven't posted it yet, but I'll post it later on. Um, so you guys can look now if you want on Instagram and you'll see, uh, sorry, I'm just typing at the same time. Yeah. See if I type in Annihilation on Netflix it doesn't come up. I got the explore titles related to, so I don't think that you guys are going to get it here. Um, any of my North American listeners, we're not going to get it on Netflix. March 12th. We'll probably have to wait a few months for it. Um, but if you are one of my international listeners, feel free to, to jump right on Netflix right now and watch uh, annihilation because that's, that's where it's been released internationally, uh, March 12th on Netflix, but getting back to the plot of the movie. So it looks like it's not there. I was worried that I'd, I'd paid for something that I, could have watched like four days later for free. Anywho, um, the movie is long. It's boring, really, really boring. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It has interesting concepts, but then when you apply those concepts to what's going on in the movie, you go, no, they just fall apart. So someone had a cool idea and they just didn't know what to do with it. The action feels forced. Um, there are some little like, jump scares or whatever, but they, they go away real quick. And some of them just, again, what a piece of shit that movie was way too long, way, way too long. Um, I, I, I would ask anyone who's seen it to please tell me what you thought of it. See if I'm, I'm in the wrong, the, I, I don't like doing spoilers. And again, I've never received any information from you guys letting me know whether or not you want me to, t to say what's going on or tell my actual opinions of it. But the fact of the matter is the movie and, and it, um, can I go? Yeah. You know what? It's on my mind and I always, I'm always honest with you guys. So I don't, I just found it so unnecessary that it's a movie. That's just an all woman for the most part, like an all woman team of, of scientists, I don't have an issue with that. I don't need it to be all men and whatever. I just, I find, I'm really finding that all this stuff that's happening right now, if it made sense that it was all females, like if part of the plot was that something to do with, uh, even if it was forced, then it would make sense. But this was just all women. And I think it's for the sake of right now, everything is just, like I said, that pendulum swinging the other way thing. I just, I don't know. I've talked to some women. I've asked them, like, do you feel like this is progress? And a lot of them have said, no, it just feels like people trying to make up for it, which is, which sucks. I, like I said, it's, 
you know, making fun of myself, you know, or bringing myself into it in terms of being a fat guy, you know, it's just like if there was movies that were all about big guys and only big people, you know, like a movie with just all obese cast, men and women and all minorities, but it was just all obese people in a movie just because obese people feel like they're not getting their fair share. Do you know what I mean? Like that would feel like pandering and I wouldn't want to be a part of that. I'd be like, can we just write a story? You know, you don't have to write the story so that it's all a white male cast. You know, you can have a lot of people in it. Like look what Spider-Man did. Spider-Man had uh, a great, great multicultural cast with all the right people in all the right places. And it didn't affect anything negative at all. It was so multicultural. It was so inclusive. I thought it was an outstanding movie. That's what we need to be doing more of. Not like, oh, uh, me too. All women movies now. It's got to be all women. Like it doesn't have to be. And it's, you know, like, I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. And I, I feel like I'm alone on this. I just think it's t- like, let's be equal. Let's not reverse things and turn it on its head, make it a photo negative or whatever. You know, let's just make everything equal. All right. Little, little more, a little less sometimes one way or the other is fine, but it'll balance out eventually. But, but this whole like, okay, now we have to have all these I'm not for all male movies either. Again, if, if it makes sense to the plot for all male or all female, fine. You know, um, I I can't think of a circumstance where that would be the case, but again, going with the fact that this movie has got certain biology things involved, it would have made sense. However, it doesn't play a factor in the movie, um, at all. So anyways, I just found it. I just, that particular part struck me as a little like, well, that doesn't seem to make sense to me for this just looks like it's to be, you know, we're trying to hit that demographic. Let's, let's put this on the altar. Anyways, I've talked way too long about it. Annihilation was a, was a shit movie in my opinion. Um, but it'll be on Netflix soon and it's already on Netflix for my international listeners. So feel free to go see Annihilation. My buddy Alex at the mobile shop saw it and I asked him, I actually bumped into him on the way out of, uh, games nights when we go see game night or games night, um, bumped to him and said, Oh, what did you see? And he goes, uh, annihilation. I go, how was he? He goes, eh, it was a movie. It was a movie. Um, so anyways, uh, annihilation, see it or don't no skin off my ass. Um, I, uh, on Thursday, of course, I, uh, I had made my email about canceling the just for last showcase. So I did that. Um, I also had a very, very busy day on Thursday for, um, an LCBO tasting I did Thursday. I did another tasting for uh, Wolfhead, which is a coffee uh, whiskey liqueur. Very nice tasting. Did a lot of running around for that just because we had to get a bunch of stuff ready. There's prep. They got us making old fashions with it. So I had to make sure that uh got the oranges and chopped them all up and use the peels and all that stuff. A lot of prep for those uh, particular ones. If they want me to make a cocktail out of one of the liquors or something that I'm sampling, um, depending on the cocktail, like this one is all about, you know, using orange zest and rimming the glass and then putting it in and getting proper bitters for it and everything like that. So some of them take a lot of uh, work ahead of time. Anywho, I did that. Um, that's another reason it's very difficult for me not to be drinking lately is that I seem to be doing a tasting for an alcohol almost every single day. So when you're in it, when you're in the store and you're, you're chatting with people and, you know, at the end of the shift, tasting it yourself, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to not walk into the store and go, fuck, I kind of feel like drinking now. What should I buy? So, um, I have to take all these things that I'm doing into consideration. You know, when I worked at Domino's and there was free pizza in front of me, well, it was hard not to eat it. And when I'm at the LCBO and there's free booze in front of me and they start to get a little inebriated, it's, uh, it's hard not to want to buy more. I got a problem guys. 
that's going to be, uh, that's the, the real big focus right now is to, to get myself out of my shitty habits to, to build up some willpower. Um, blah, 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 blah. So anyways, I, uh, I did that, uh, that tasting. And then on uh, Thursday night, he came back and we had a bit of a uh, games night here at the, uh, the house. We're doing those a lot more lately and I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying it. So came back, had, uh, had a bevy. We played some games. We played a game called uh, Beastie Bar, which I bought. Very fun game. Basically just a very simple uh, laying cards down game where uh, everybody's got animal cards in their hands and all the animals are trying to get into the Beastie Bar. And uh, you lay them down. They're all basically standing in line to get into the Beastie Bar and all the different animals have different you know, abilities to push past and switch places and things like that in the line. And once the line gets so long, some animals get let in and some animals get kicked out and that's it. Uh, all at the end of the game, all the animals you got in, basically you count up your animals and uh, whoever's the most animals wins. Super easy game. A lot of fun. We played that. We played another game called For Sale. Just uh, cards and tokens, property buying game. A lot of fun. Very, very simple. It's basically just math. Everyone's bidding on properties. And at the end, you sell those properties for money. Whoever's the most money wins. Boom. Super duper easy. That was also a very simple, uh, fun little card game. And then we played what we always play, which is fucking code names. Um, which was fun, but, uh, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm over code names for the time being. I'm okay to play some other, you know, type of games considering we play it every single time. Um, uh, but that was fun. What else did I do Friday? Oh man. Yeah. Friday sucked uh, because on my way, I think, uh, to the tasting on Thursday, I booked an oil change, which at the time they're like, the only time we have available is seven 30 tomorrow morning. I was like, great. I finished my work at eight. I can go home. I can go to bed early. No problem. Instead we stayed up all night playing games. So tore myself out of bed. Went to get an oil change on Friday morning. So the the day started off real early. I uh, came home, got a little bit of work done. I went to go renew my Good Life membership. So I'm uh, able to go back to the gym. I've even I've even paid for it a couple times. Usually they hook me up with a free one, but uh, got a couple payments come out. So I'm like, okay, shit, I got to go back and make sure I renew this in the, uh, the free manner. Now that I've paid for it twice, I'm going to go get it, <laughs> start, get those payments to stop coming out and, and go, you know. I want to, if I'm going to have a member, if I'm going to not work out somewhere, I want it to be for free, not for money. So, uh, I'm, I'm doing that to push myself to go back to the gym. So I got my, my good life membership renewed. Um, I did more errands because I had a promo on Friday evening, Friday night. I did one. Oh, I got them backwards. I got them backwards. I apologize guys. Regardless, I'll tell you what happened. The other one I did, uh, the, the Friday night was the night that I did the, uh, the wolf head coffee, whiskey, liqueur on Thursday night, there was a snowstorm in Ottawa and the alcohol that I was tasting was out in the middle of, of the suburbs, South end of the city. So very far in a snowstorm, I drove there and we were sampling Smirnoff sangria. Yes. A summer beverage. Everybody come out and taste the summer beverage in the middle of a snowstorm. It was, um, <laughs> it was a tough sell. I'll tell you that much because everybody Everybody was not looking forward to, uh, to summer drinks in the middle of a snowstorm. We all thought we were done with that shit, but winter keeps coming back and winter was snowing like crazy on Friday. It's, uh, as we speak snowing in Ottawa again right now. So as much as we were getting some good weather there for a while, I think it was, I think that was just merely a sample tasting of summer to get everyone excited for it. Cause winter is still most certainly here. So yeah, I did the, the sangria one on Thursday and I did the wolf head one on Friday night. And when I was done with that, I, uh, I got together with my mom again. My mom, uh, as I mentioned from a couple episodes back, big fan of the Marvel movies, we went to go see black Panther lately. And she didn't understand some of the stuff, um, 
that was happening because she hadn't seen Thor Ragnarok. So we watched uh, Thor Ragnarok. I basically sat around, did some paperwork. My mom uh, watched Thor Ragnarok, shot the shit, took her home. So Friday was a long day for me. On Saturday was nothing but work. Um, I did a PetSmart promo. So for Royal Canin, Royal Canin has a new dog food, uh, I guess, series or, or, or I guess, category out. Uh, that's called like breed specific or whatever. So now you can go out and you can buy uh, food from Royal Canin that is basically just for your dog's breed because um, not all uh, species of dogs have the same length of snout or size of teeth or types of mouth or particular breed issues like hip or leg or digestive problems. Uh, Labrador retrievers tend to bite and gulp food as opposed to, you know, chewing. They're just kind of glomering up the food, whereas some dogs are, you know, daintier and take their time and chew it and stuff like that. So all the kibbles are designed, um, you know, with their contents and even their shape for the breed that's eating them. So uh, I was doing a promo for that on Saturday, um, which was tough to get to because there was a goddamn parade going on. Uh, they had a parade in the middle of the street. So as I'm driving there, it was happening at uh, TD place, the PetSmart there in Ottawa, which is like the football stadium. And I couldn't get anywhere near the place because there was the St. Patrick's day parade happening. So that was a bit, a uh, bit tough to get to, but I finally got there, got set up. It was a very quiet day because what was it doing? Snowing. So again, just a, just another day where the weather wasn't great or whatever. Um, I was going to chat with you guys about Thor Ragnarok. I'm like, I kind of breezed right over that, but I, I talked about it all earlier this year when I saw it. I like Thor Ragnarok. It was a fun movie. Colorful, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Interesting, exciting, great humor. I really enjoyed the humor. They placed it in properly without making it too hokey and whatnot. Um, yeah, guys, I'm uh, I'm having a fun week. You know, I had to go directly from the PetSmart promo to another LCBO promo, which was for uh, Blender Select Crown Royal. It was nice, but it was expensive. I sold absolutely nothing while I was there in terms of bottles. At the end of the day, the amount of bottles that were gone were only the two I'd use for the sampling. Boo me. But it was a great, I enjoyed tasting it. Oh man, was that ever good. And I saved some for the staff. That's another thing I do when I'm doing these promos. I always make sure there's, you know, enough left for the staff on hand to be able to try it. Because what better way for these companies to move some product than to have the staff who's there every single day, not just me there for four hours, but every single day there tasting it and enjoying it and being able to, to say something good for it. So um, right now, in terms of all the stuff that I'm doing, like I said, Saturday was just all day promo. I usually do these things for about four, you know, they usually take me about five hours, you know, with an extra 30 minutes bookended on them. So if they're four hour shifts, a little bookend on the end for travel time. Um, I did the PetSmart one and then I went and I did the Blender Select one. I had a very busy day Saturday, but it was, it was fun. I'm, I'm earning money. I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, learning too, too much in terms of stuff like the cell world. So I'm happy and I get to talk to people. I get to give out samples. I get to, you know, have conversations and stuff. There's, there's times when it's quiet that people will chat with me and, you know, they just tell me different stories and experience. I mean, I, I love spending time with people. I mean, even, even the podcast, right. Is me sort of just talking to myself, but, but knowing that somewhere out there, you guys are on the other, on the other end, listening to this. So very, very excited, um, to, to keep doing stuff like this, except I'm going to have to really hold myself accountable with uh, the drinking. Because again, on the Saturday night one, I, I did leave with a couple of bottles of some things on the shelves that I felt like picking up. What did I get? I got a, I got some Kraken, which is like a dark rum. So I'm like, Ooh, dark rum and Coke. And again, right. I'm not really a pop drinker, but I will drink pop as a mix in some of these drinks. And I got a bottle of Jack Daniels cinnamon, uh, 
you know, whiskey. So I've tried uh, Fireball. A lot of people think Fireball is disgusting. Um, on its own, I'm sure it's gross. I do enjoy Fireball like in a Coke or Pepsi. Um, it tastes really, really good. So if you like cherry Coke, just think about like a nice cinnamon Coke or not, you know, whatever works for you, but, uh, but I enjoy it. So again, I gotta be careful. I really have to, I gotta, I gotta find something. If anyone's got any techniques for, I know take, they say it takes like 27 days to change a habit, but if anyone has any techniques or strategies that they use, you know, and if you're, the strategy is like, well, I just tell myself no. And I put my mind to it. Well, I mean something more along the lines, like have any of you struggled with, you know, uh, I, I like addictions and stuff. Cause I'm still struggling with food at times, even though I'm eating better stuff, I just find myself getting bored or maybe even a little depressed and then like reaching for something I shouldn't have. Not to mention the fact that these tastings I do also come with food accompanied by food. And there's a lot of leftover food that ends up coming home too. And it's like all snack shit. I should just throw it out, you know? just like a pack of cigarettes or whatever. Where you just get mad. And I'm not doing this anymore. And you crush your smokes and you throw them out. I got to do, uh, I got to do that. I just got to throw, I just hate the waste. So maybe what I'll start doing is I'll start leaving the extra food in the staff room for the LCBO people. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Sunday was a fun day. Sunday was fun. I, uh, we did our writing group. Um, Mike and Paul came over and, uh, we Skyped in, uh, Ben at one point hours later when he woke up, we FaceTimed with him and brought him into the conversation. Um, but we, we just, we workshopped some new material. I also got the, uh, the guys to help me with the project, which I will tell you about when we get to the, uh, the upcoming this week section of the show. Um, it was, uh, it was a really good time at a really good time on Sunday. We, we chatted for a while. Uh, we worked on some, you know, material and things like that. It was a really good meeting I, again. And, and it, I didn't have to work that day. That was the best part of Sunday. I got up and I knew that at no point in that day, did I have to be anywhere other than at my own dining room table for a writer's group, which was amazing. And it's also nice to be able to do like a writing group and not be like, okay, well, we've got one hour, so let's hurry it up. You're able to just sit, relax, let the creative juices flow. We also played some, uh, some beastie bar too, just to, to, you know, get the juices going. I like to open up the writing with something quick, like a game, something that gets the creative juices flowing, just get your brain working in a certain way, you know, shake the cobwebs off. Um, and then on uh, Sunday evening, um, I had uh, spoken with my friend, Matt, uh, Jalbert, who is, uh, live, you know, a good friend of mine. We grew up here in the same neighborhood. So Matt was one of my first best friends. Um, we were young. We used to hang out all the time. This was before social media. This was before the internet for fuck's sakes. And, uh, yeah, that's there. That's, that's a way to put, uh, <laughs> I know Matt's a listener of the podcast, but that's, um, that's a real interesting way of looking at things. They eh? have to have had someone who's a friend before the internet. You know, some people have had friends since before there was color televisions, you know, like that's, that's an interesting, uh, Way to really put a timestamp on it. Excuse me. Uh, guys, I, I don't know why I'm yawning. I had eight hours. I'm drinking coffee. Ah, I have no, no reason. I'm so sorry if I'm making you yawn too. It's contagious. But uh, anyways, Matt is a, a very longstanding friend. Um, we, we did lose touch over the years like a lot of you know, people and friends do, but through the miracle of the internet and Facebook and things like that, we, we reconnected, um, Matt's living out in, uh, Halifax, Dartmouth area. And it's funny because when I went out with crystal to Halifax, we actually went to Matt's restaurant. So if you guys have been listening to the podcast since the beginning, uh, Matt is my friend who was working there. We ended up, you know, seeing at, uh, at the lunch there, we got to catch up very, very briefly because he was working, right. He was just showing up to work. So we got to sit down chat for a couple minutes and then, uh, 
you know, he was back to work. It was nice to see him briefly. And of course, Crystal and I were off to the Cabot trail. Um, and it's funny too, cause Matt was in town maybe a year before that. And he came to a show I was doing here at absolute. So again, I was able to catch up with him very briefly, but I too had to, to go and work. So, uh, it was fun. He reached out to me, said he was going to be in town and, uh, what I did was, uh, we, you know, we, we said, Hey, let's, let's get together. Let's hang out while you're here. Sunday, I was free. We got together and uh, we're like, hey, let's have some drinks. We decided to, uh, you know, like, Hey, let's, uh, maybe just hang in, right. We'll play some, uh, maybe play some board games. Right. Cause that's the fucking recurring theme of my life right now is just socially do something fun. Well, um, I invited, uh, Mikey from the writer's group that day to come back and hang with us, my buddy, Dave. And, uh, and we played some, some games. We played uh, again, uh, some beastie bar. We tried the for sale game again. We played something called sushi go, which we've talked about before. And I actually got to play one of the more complicated games that I purchased, uh, called pandemic. All of these things have been featured on the, uh, the podcast before. So, um, even, uh, even Mikey and I stayed up, uh, late, like Matt had to go, I think around midnight. Uh, my friend Dave had also left, but, uh, but of course Mike and myself stuck around, had some chats. We talked about all sorts of funny things like the sleep paralysis was something that came up. Um, I I'd, I'd heard of it, but I thought it was just where like you wake up and you can't move. And then it basically just goes away. I didn't realize that it's like a being awake, but still asleep kind of thing that your brain can, can create images that aren't there like figures and stuff. Uh, apparently there's a documentary on Netflix called the nightmare, which I've seen the, the image for several times. And then when I read them like sleep paralysis is a regular effect, I'm like, Oh, fuck that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, um, Mikey had, had explained a lot about it and, uh, we, we, chatted about it and it's something very interesting uh that i'll probably end up taking a look at that documentary so stay tuned in an upcoming episode of the podcast where i talk about watching that shit but the idea of it was was horrifying that like you wake up and you cannot move you can't scream or anything like that you can't even wake yourself up because you're you're still you're awake but you're half sleeping you're very lucid and then you're like seeing figures that like come out of the darkness and towards you and you can't move you can't scream and oh fuck that would be horrifying but apparently I've talked to other people who say that they've had sleep paralysis and it's very frightening. Um, so fuck, I didn't realize it was such a common thing. I'm, I'm very, very fortunate that I've never experienced that. Um, probably because, uh, I would be fucking terrified to go to sleep, to know that I could wake up at some point being attacked by ghosts and not being able to do anything about it. Oh my God. That sounds so fucking scary. Um, so anyways, we chatted about that and, and, and had a great time. And, uh, and that was it, uh, yesterday, Monday for, for me, um, I, uh, I, I slept in, I was up real late, you know, chatting with Mikey and, um, and I didn't have to be at the mobile shop until, uh, I think three o'clock. So I was just like, you know what, I'm going to sleep in. Cause I haven't done that in a long time. I don't have anything to do anywhere to be sleep, sleepity, sleep, sleep. And, uh, I, I think that's Saturdays for a lot of you guys, hopefully all of you with kids, that's not a thing you get anymore. Um, but you do have a legacy. Now you have something you have left behind that will walk around on the earth. That looks like you say shit. It's probably heard you say, um, so you gave up your sleep for that. Um, but yeah, um, I, I slept and when I finally went out to work, um, I went into my car and everything in the front of my car was thrown all over the seats. So it was like, it was a bit of a mind fuck at first. Like I opened the, the doors, I, I unlocked, at least I think I was unlocking the car put my, it was funny too. Cause I put my backpack and all my stuff for work and lunch and everything in the back seat, no issue. And then as soon as I opened the front door, I just see shit thrown everywhere. And I have business cards and, you know, tickets and, and paperwork and piece of information and receipts. And I've just thrown fucking everywhere. And, uh, 
And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you know, it takes a second for you to go like, what? At first, like, I'm like, I have two glove boxes kind of like I have a sort of a dash box and a glove box, both of those wide open, but like seemingly everything's still in them. You know, I have a satellite radio that's, that sits on top of my dash. That's removable. It was still there. You know, um, all my chargers, I have several, uh, you know, cords, charging cords, and I have several bullet chargers that go into the cigarette lighter adapters. So all of those of value, all of them still in the car. So it was kind of like, a, okay, well, I have to leave for work right now and I don't have time to do a complete inventory of my car. So it would look like, it would appear that one of my doors was left ajar uh, or my, my, my car was left unlocked and someone went in and was like looking for money or change or whatever, because they had gone through everything. So I, uh, I'm going to have to be more careful. I actually have uh, someone who's been a guest of the podcast before. I don't know if he is still a listener of the podcast, but uh, he, uh, when he was a younger fella, he used to walk home at the end of the night and just, you know, check cars to see if they were open. Something a young, you know, 14, 15 year old does, but uh, I'm going to be more careful going forward. Because <laughs> again, that same person would tell me, yeah, you're, just, ah, you're just looking for change or money to see if anyone's left anything of value. But again, with my satellite radio and all the charging cords and everything like that, like there was stuff of value they could have took and they just decided not to, I guess. So either way, um, I'll have to be more, uh, be more careful going forward. And for you guys as well, make sure you lock your doors. Cause there are people that do that. I don't know what city you're in or what, but if you know, I've, I've parked in my driveway several times, never had an issue, but I guess just this one time, you know, it's people check just to see if the door's unlocked, you know? And uh, in this particular case, mine was, and, uh, luckily I don't leave anything of value in my car, but I have been meaning to clean my car out for some time. So this was the kick in the pants that I needed since everything was strewn everywhere. So when I got to work, Luckily, nobody really gives a shit. There's two of us. And since my work is so quiet and slow, uh, my coworker is kind enough to uh, let me go out to my car and just uh, clean house. So that uh, negative turned into a positive there. My car, my poor car has been violated this week. It had its oil changed, right? Had all, had a blood, <laughs> blood transfusion, if you will. And then was violated, was entered against her will in the middle of the night by a stranger. Poor, poor car. But, uh, but I cleaned her out. I gave her a nice sponge bath. I didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> all I did was throw out the shit I didn't need and, and quickly put back everything that I did. So, um, I gotta get my car detailed. It's, uh, it's been a long time and it deserves it. God damn it. My poor car deserves a nice cleaning. So <laughs> this is the kick in the pants that I needed for that. Um, so yeah, I finished my shift, uh, got some stuff ready for uh, something I'm going to tell you about very shortly. And then finally, uh, when I came back home after work last night, um, Jason, Simon, Kamar, and myself, I've been chatting about, uh, maybe doing a trip to Las Vegas, just like a fun little roommates trip, get out of town. Um, and so, yeah, we, we decided that, uh, Vegas is where we would like to go. And we, we just did some research last night about, uh, you know, taking a look at the trip and seeing where we want to stay. We compared, you know, hotels and, and resorts to Airbnb and believe it or not in Vegas, they're actually quite close to the same price. Um, we're also looking at, you know, flights, a lot of flights. And when we want to go seem to be incredibly long flights, like everything is like the return part is like, if you leave at 12, 15 AM. So you're basically paying for a hotel room that you're going to pack in for the last day. So it costs you like an extra day because all the flights leaving are at quarter after 12, you know? So it's, uh, it's kind of shitty in that regard, but every other flight that are half decent are like 15 hours, you know? or at least it's a 15 hour difference. Like they're showing 11 hour flights. It's like three hours 
to the upper part of the States, the Northern part, I should say. And then like another hour from there to back to Ottawa. So it's, it's kind of like these 11 hour travel times. You're like, that's doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, you know, why am I going to fly here to spend a five hour layover in Philadelphia for no reason? You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't make any sense. So regardless, we're taking a peek at those, uh, at those trip options and we want to do it. And I wanted to ask, you know, you guys, I, I find it intimidating. Like when we first started last night, I find it intimidating booking a trip because it's just like, there's so many websites that claim to be the best ones that are going to give you the best offers. And I poked around on a few of them yesterday. And the ones that all claim to be the best were actually the ones that had the worst prices, giving you the same places, same rooms, but with worst prices. So I wanted to ask you guys, for any of my people out there who are, you know, frequent travelers who have done it enough on their own to, to get an idea. I would ask you guys, what websites do you guys use? Like if you book a trip overseas, like where do you, do you, do you go to a travel agent? Cause I think that, that there's no way that can be the best option, right? Because if you're paying it, if you're going to a travel agent, then wouldn't you be paying them like a, a certain premium on top of the regular trip cost because they're doing the work for you? Like that's where I always, I always wondered about that. So what do you guys use? Do you guys, what websites do you use a travel agent? What have you found contact at one I would love to know. Cause, um, we haven't booked the trip yet, but I'd certainly like to know what you guys use in terms of, you know, do you, do you, anyone who's traveling now, do you, do you think that Airbnb is a better option? You know, like when we're, when we're booking, you know, we're, we're doing four people, so it does limit you, you know, Airbnb, I get single room things all the time and I know they're cheap, but if you need four people, you're basically looking at a place. And at that point, are you paying us the same amount as a hotel room that can, you know, sleep four people? You know, anyways, uh, I'd love to know how you guys, um, how you guys handle all that stuff. Um, currently one of the things that I've started doing just in terms of the stuff that I'm working on myself personally is I've, uh, someone made a suggestion to me, I believe it was Paul at the writing group the other day when we were just sitting and chatting, he was saying like, um, the best thing to do if I'm looking to just do some exercise around the house is to, uh, to do some curls while I'm sitting still. I, uh, oh, jeez. I'm trying to pick one up off the floor here is that I've got a, I had a box of weights, you know, in my closet for years, as most people do, or just me, um, is I've got these, like, like these, you know, barbell weights, is it a barbell, you know, whatever they're, they're hand weights. And he's like, well, you're just sitting, just, just do curls, you know, something to do to get the, the blood going, to get the, the, the muscles building, you know, and you can use that, uh, you know, just while you're sitting and watching TV. Now it would help if that was actually something that I did over the course of my week was just sit and watch TV, but I don't do that. So what I'm trying to do is maybe find a way to give myself a little more me time in terms of, of, you know, watching some documentaries and shows. Like, obviously I go to the movies, but I think the reason I go to the movies is that when you're in the movies, I can't exactly distract myself with getting up and going to file a piece of paperwork or send an email. I like the excuse to just sit down and not have to do anything. When I'm home, I'm not exactly able to just sit and do nothing, you know? I cuz I always feel like there's something a task that needs to be done. I am a bit of a workaholic in that regard, but I'm not a workoutaholic. So, as I'm sitting here speaking with you guys right now, you heard the gap I reached over at grab one and I'm just sitting here doing some simple curls, right? Maybe that's something that I can do that I'm, you know, in control of, do some little, little bit of, uh, you know, strengthening fat burning, but, uh, but that's something that I'm going to be working on because that one, that would be a good habit to get in the, the hang of is to just, if you're sitting and not doing something, do some, uh, some curls, get them muscles going, right. Get them working, switch into the left arm now. Anyways, that's one of the things that, uh, that I'm doing and I'm looking forward to, you know, making a regular habit. 
I don't know how much I'm curling at the at the moment. I think I'm just doing uh, ten pounds or whatever. But hey, it's it's ten pounds up and down, up and down while you're while you're doing nothing, not much else. Um, I'm uh, new season of Love came out this week, guys. That show I was watching on Netflix that I highly recommend. I've been thoroughly enjoying. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a great show. Third season on Netflix. Paul Rust. And Jillian Jacobs, take a look at that. I uh, I think you're gonna get a kick out of it. It's cute, but it also deals with some real problems. Like the the Jillian Jacobs character, uh, Mickey, is an addict. She's a, a an alcoholic and a sex and love addict. So she's going through you know some issues that I can certainly personally relate to. Um, so I'm just uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's funny, but at the same time, it's real. You can connect with it. So. If you haven't already checked it out based on my recommendation, I, I strongly, strongly suggest checking out the show called Love. It is on Netflix uh, in North America, uh, and I believe internationally. It is a Netflix original, so check that out, you guys. I'm really looking forward to being done at the the mobile shop. I, um, I'm getting, I'm doing actually pretty well in terms of uh, the work. I'm actually getting quite a bit of revenue and, and not... Uh, I can't say nowhere to put it, but let's put it this way. If I'm able to just on a whim buy a, buy a couple bottles of booze, that's a luxury for sure, which lets me know that I'm in a, an all right financial position. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I, I, I'm feeling a little more in control, you know, just, just before I move on to the next part of the podcast, I just want to say that as much as like I canceled a just for laughs showcase and, and I'm struggling with, with stuff, like I'm feeling good about being in the mindset that I'm, I'm making the decisions that I think that are ultimately best for myself, shy of, you know, drinking and garbage eating. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm trying to do what I need to do to make me happy, you know, or at least to, to work to walk towards the direction of happiness, you know, um, I know I'm not going to be happy if I'm working that job. I've already quit it. It's coming soon. Whatever. You know what? You, you guys have been great listeners. You've, you've listened to this over the past weeks. I don't have to go over it again. I'm, I'm in a good mood because I'm excited about what the future holds. I'm excited what the future holds. Bring on the all chick movies. <laughs> I'll get over it. Um, so yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm also excited because I know that hopefully, we're going to start seeing some better weather soon and I can do some of the things that, um, that I need to do. I know for me right now, the best thing health wise is cardio, you know, like maybe I'm not in the position with, with, with hernia and whatever's going on with my side to, you know, be, be doing crunches and, and all sorts of gym workouts. But I know that if I'm, if I'm walking and I'm getting my heart rate up that, that I'm going to start burning calories and, uh, I'm looking forward to the weather being better because I can kind of kill two birds with one stone in the sense that like, if I'm doing meal prep and stuff like that, I can walk to a, you know, uh, work jobs and things like that that I'm doing, but I can walk and I can get my foods and, and things like that in. And, um, you know, I'm doing something good for myself, but it's still winter. And that's why this week, my partners at portablepress.com, Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, I have decided to go with a article, a article, an article 
from uh, Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, Wise Up, Amazing Facts and Incredible Information. Um, and this week I have chosen an article called Winter Facts because we are hopefully at the tail end of winter. So fact number one, in the United States, the first day of winter is on the 21st or 22nd of December, but in Australia, it's between June 20th and June 23rd. Fact number two, on average, winters in Europe were colder for just, sorry, were colder just a few hundred years ago. In fact, London's River Thames sometimes froze completely during the winter, and between the 1400s and 1800s, Londoners held festivals called frost fairs on the ice. Uh, number three, so much snow falls in the Japanese Alps during the winter that most buildings have entrances on their second stories. Number four, people have been building snowmen since the Middle Ages. Number five, Largest ice sculpting festival in the world, the World Ice Art Championships held every March in Fairbanks, Alaska. Number six, the legend of Jack Frost probably originated with the Vikings. Number seven, symptoms of SAD, seasonal affective disorder. The uh, symptoms are excessive sleeping, tiredness, depression, and physical aches. Uh, and finally, uh, the last fact, winter skating rinks in Moscow, Russia cover more than 26,000 square feet. And, uh, a little fun fact about winter here, at least a little bit of mythology on winter is called mother and morning. According to ancient Greek mythology, winter began because Hades, God of the underworld, kidnapped Persephone, the daughter of the earth goddess Demeter. Eventually Hades and Demeter worked out a deal where Persephone spent six months above with her mother and six months below with Hades. But during the six months Persephone was away, Demeter became so depressed that she prevented plants and crops from growing, thus causing winter. And that, my friends, is Winter Facts from Uncle John's Bathroom Reader. Uh, wise up, amazing facts and incredible information. And a fun little fact about um, Persephone. I think that Persephone, now maybe I'm wrong, I'm probably wrong, so you guys can fucking correct me if you want, but I believe Persephone is the, the reason that she has to spend time with Hades is because like when she was there, she ate a persimmons, I believe it was, and that's why they call it a persimmons, but it's like a, kind of like a pomegranate or whatever. But she ate, uh, she ate one and she wasn't supposed to or whatever, kind of like Eve and the apple, but, uh, but that's what made her there. But then, then, then they made a deal or whatever that she would spend half the time above and below. But that's, that's the, uh, you know, the Greek mythology of why winter exists. So that's always a fun thing. Um, of course my partners at absolute comedy this evening, last night to you guys, uh, they are doing the, uh, just for laughs showcase. Um, best of luck to all of the competitors, uh, I should say the uh, performers this evening. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. And we're back. I was chatting about, uh, about doing all the tastings and stuff. I like, so far I've done mostly, uh, alcohol tastings and pet food samplings. So that's, <laughs> it's a, a fun little dynamic. I think one of my buddies reached out to me, actually it was Mika. Mika reached out to me and he was like, uh, 
what are you up to? And I told him I was doing the pet food thing. And, uh, I, I know that he has a uh, Labrador retriever. So I, uh, I got some of the sample bags for his dog. And then he goes, uh, he goes, do you got anything for this little guy? And, um, but no picture. Right. So I assumed he meant his kid. And I'm like, no, all I have that I'm sampling today is dog food and booze. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise that he consume either, <laughs> but uh, it was another dog, their dog watching. And of course I actually did have something for that dog, but, uh, doing these tastings is fun. Not only cause like I said, I get to talk to people and stuff, but it's just interesting to, I've always been a fan of doing like, you know, promo and marketing stuff. Right. And I, I'm also a big Costco fan, right? So who doesn't love walking through an aisle and getting free samples of shit, right? But it's actually a very effective way to garner new customers, right? You try something, you like it. Why not try it? Why not bring it home and see how it goes, right? Anyways, I've been thoroughly, but another thing that I'm doing while I'm in these LCBOs is I have a partner on this podcast that you guys know I love very, very much. And, um, Whenever I see someone walking around, I'm asking them, you know, if they're, if I'm sampling something that's not for them, I've been doing a lot of like whiskey type stuff lately and, and rise and whatnot. Um, I'll see someone walking around, I ask them what their tastes are. I usually point them. If I see them with anything that even generally resembles cider or sweeter drink, I always point them towards my pals at Summersby because Summersby is available in the places that I am frequenting. And I want everyone to know how wonderful it is. So I've actually... Um, if they don't end up leaving, you know, with, with the product that I'm sampling or something, I always recommend them giving uh, Summersby a try, uh, because we all know Summersby is amazing and outstanding. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to like, they already have the pear, elderflower, lime, blackberry, red rhubarb, semi-dry and regular Summersby. Um, and I'm, I'm thoroughly looking forward to trying the watermelon when it releases soon. So, um, for you guys as well, if you have never tried Summersby, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. I mean, unless you're alcoholics or something, in which case stay the course. <laughs> but, uh, if you haven't tried Summersby and all the amazing combinations, uh, we were drinking Summersby, uh, white summers, right? Which is half Summersby, half Cronenberg law. We were having those at the writer's grip the other day. So Summersby is delicious. I know it. If you've tried it, you know it for all of those. You don't listen up. The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersby. Summersby is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you if you drink Summersby. <laughs> With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. <sighs> Your taste buds deserve it. Please drink resplendently. And we're back. And who have I missed? Who have I missed? Oh, usually I miss, I don't miss them at all. I'm just joking. Um, my partners at DK guys, Dorling Kindersley. I love those guys. I haven't with all the business thing. I have not read one of their books this week. Um, but I will have one for you guys next week. It seems like at this point, it's like every second week they'll give a, you know, DK book an actual, uh, review only because I just don't have enough time to do it. But as I've mentioned before, they do have one of their series available at Costco. Currently the big idea is simply explained. They have some of the books from that series available, highly recommend it. 
pick it up. But as usual, they've got lots of great stuff. Um, I'm interested in reading their psychology series. I believe I've posted about it before. If not, I will make sure that I get something out there for you guys to see, but they've got, uh, three books, one called uh, success, one called stress and one called love. And they all say, uh, you know, I think the stress one is the psychology of, uh, achievement. No, that's the success one. Sorry. <laughs> psychology of achievement. Love is the psychology of attraction and stress is the psychology of who knows. Uh, come on brain. Can you read it? Managing pressures. Yeah. So the, so the, the stress, the psychology of managing pressures or something. Was, the stress one is one that I, I want to read and, uh, all of them actually very, very important in my life, success, stress, and love. So, uh, you know, I'm going to get those books and I hope to have the success one, sorry, stress one read for you, uh, for you guys. So I can give it a, a nice proper review next week and let you know what I thought of it. But, um, excited to read it guys, DK, um, check out their stuff. They're available on Amazon, uh, Indigo, um, you know, and of course their website, dk.com. I think it's DK or dkbooks.com. Regardless, I'm sorry, I'm not ready. Sorry, Mika. Sorry, I don't have the information. I didn't research it. Um, I just apologize to him directly since he's the one who's telling me how frequently wrong I am. But um, I'm, I'm excited. And thank you, of course, as always, to all my sponsors. I appreciate you guys being out there. You keep me going. Give me a reason to do this podcast every week. <laughs> but um, this week coming up, guys, is going to be fun. Um, you know, it's it's Tuesday right now. I am, uh, as soon as I'm done the podcast, I'm going to be heading into, uh, to my work, my, my, my regular shift there at the mobile shop, um, tomorrow and, uh, and to you guys today, um, this is the part of the thing, uh, the, the, the information earlier that I was going to get back to is that while I, um, while I respectfully asked Zoe if I could be considered for next year instead of this year, um, I also asked um, if she would be interested in sitting down with me and recording an episode of the podcast, to which she said yes. So while I won't be doing the Just Less Festival this year, I will be sitting down with uh, Zoe, who is the you know talent coordinator and, and festival planner um, for Just for Laughs. Um, we're going to sit down and uh, have a podcast tomorrow. Um I'm really looking forward to asking her, uh, some questions just about her involvement in just for laughs and what the festival looks for and what she looks for, you know, and, and just how many comedy, you know, comedians they see and what they've seen in the evolution of comedy. Like it's just a great interview with, with the person in charge of, you know, bringing comedians in for the festival. You know what I mean? The person who books the comics. So, um, I think it's going to be an outstanding interview. And so while I'm not performing for her this year, I am going to sit down and have a, a great conversation with her. I'm really looking forward to that. And I, I will have that up for you guys on Friday, you know, barring any, any unforeseen things, but there should be no reason that that, uh, podcast won't be available for you on Friday. Uh, the only thing that can happen is if some, for some reason, there's some sort of scheduling conflict that happens between today and tomorrow. Um, but, but, uh, while you guys are listening to this episode, I should be, uh, preparing to have an interview with Zoe. Um, and then after my interview, I have an appointment with my doctor and hopefully I gotta be honest, I'm scared. Um, I, I went for, um, not an ultrasound, but like a CT scan or a, a CAT scan or whatever it is. I didn't go for an MRI, but I got scanned, you know, before Christmas, I think it was, uh, or just after. And since, um, I haven't heard anything since, you know, and I, I think I got some blood work done as well. I haven't heard anything and that's usually a good sign, but just whenever I, whenever I'm going to the doctor to be told something, you know, I just, um, it just worries me. Now this was an appointment we set up, you know, just before I got any of the stuff done, which is just like, okay, let's do something for two months from now and we'll follow up. 
So um, obviously we're going to talk about what they saw. Now, I think if it was anything pressing or life-threatening, I would have, you know, received a call. It's been a couple months, but I just, I hate going to the doctor and even to go alone. I almost wish my doctor would just, you know, you just go, just don't even tell me what it is. Just tell me what to do next, you know, or just ask me a question. Do you have any pain? Da, 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 da. I go, yes or no. And then don't tell me what you're thinking. You know, just, just tell me what to do next. I'm also, like I said, with the gastric bypass stuff, you know, with not losing the weight, like I'm just, I'm worried that like, he's going to go, okay, you gotta, you gotta lose this weight right now. Or, or, you know, we found something and it's a lot more serious than we thought. So we're going to need to do this. I just, I gotta get my shit together, guys. That's what I gotta do is I gotta get my shit together. Listen, thank you guys for listening to this stuff. You're, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, I'm nervous to talk with Zoe because of how, you know, her role as Caesar at the Just for Laughs Festival, something's very important to me. I'm going to be speaking with her and then I'm going to be going to the doctors afterwards to find out, uh, you know, more information as to what's wrong with me. So right now on the checklist, we got hernia, we got fat necrosis, probably. Maybe that's all we're going to find out is just whether or not it's fat necrosis or something else, but fat necrosis, um, hernia, fatty liver, fatty pancreas, diabetes. That's five. I got one hand with all fingers standing at attention. Um, so maybe we'll just see if we're going to add more to the list or maybe we can, maybe we can take something off. But, um, all that is to say that that's what's happening with me on, uh, well, on the day that this podcast comes out. Um, I've got, uh, LCBO promos and mobile shops throughout the course of the rest of the week. So, you know, maybe, maybe I'll get a kick in the ass. Like I, I was doing good in, in December when I first got told I had diabetes, I was doing good for a while. And I think that, I don't know, maybe I got emotional or something, but I kind of fell off the doing better wagon. I still, I'm still 20 pounds down, but, but the scale is, is not going down anymore. Um, so I gotta, I gotta change something up, but, uh, yeah, and I, I really, I, I really want to have good news for you guys. That's, that's really what it is. And, you know, I'm, I'm not prioritizing that for myself. Um, I need to way, 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 uh, <laughs> sorry. I just, uh, I just don't know how it comes across. I'm sure at this point, a lot of you guys are, are sick of hearing the same things. Um, cause you're good people, you're good people and you care. So I'm going to try to, uh, I'm going to try to, to, to give you a return on that investment. Um, and for myself as well, obviously it's uh, it's important here. Um, Sunday I'm off again. I got nothing on my docket for Sunday. So I'm going to try to get my, uh, my taxes done with this last year, Uber. Um, you know, I drove, drove Uber in 2017, not for much, but I did have to, uh, I did get HST, um, an HST number. So I have to get my taxes done in a timely fashion this year, only because I, I owe money to the government having an HST number. And, uh, you know, I don't know what the repercussions are of being late on that. I don't want to pay a bunch of interest on something needlessly. So, um, yeah, we're going to work on getting them done. And then it's just, you know, more, more grinding for the mobile shop next week. So I'm, I'm, I'm there only there till the end of the month. So no complaints. Love my coworkers. The job's not that hard. In fact, it's so quiet that I can spend most of it just, you know, on my phone, either watching the things that it is that I want to watch or, uh, or, you know, writing uh, interview questions. I'm really looking forward to, to the interview with Zoe. I did a Facebook video, uh, inviting everyone to send in questions. Of course, by the time you guys get this, um, I, you know what? I may as well give it out there one more time. If you guys want to ask any questions as always, the email address is contact at one man podcast.com. So if you're not, if you're someone who wakes up at the crack of dawn and, and this podcast is already downloaded and you listen to it when it comes out, then there's still a chance that your question could get in in time because I won't be meeting Zoe until 11 o'clock. So if you listen to this early enough in the morning and there's a question that you'd like to ask the, you know, talent booker uh, and, and director of, of, you know, just for laughs, send the, send it in contact at one man podcast.com. Um, 
if, uh, if, if I can ask the question, I will, I've got some, uh, listener questions already. So, uh, please, by all means, um, send it in, but just know if you're listening to this anytime after 11 AM Eastern, even 10 o'clock Eastern, um, odds are, I won't be able to fit your question in and I'm sorry that you missed it, but enjoy the episode on Friday when it does come out. Um, and of course, all questions, all things going on, contact at onemanpodcast.com. I'm just going to keep saying it more and more um, until uh, people start doing it. All my international listeners, I would love to hear from you guys, even just to say hello, even if you don't want me to read anything. i just like to know who you are and where you're listening from. It uh, it makes me happy to know that you guys are out there and that you're, you're enjoying this podcast in some manner. Um, so yeah, the email this week comes from my friend, uh, you know, Red in, uh, in London, Ontario. Thank you so much for writing in. She writes, Hey there, Josh. It's been a while since I've emailed and I figured it was about time. Been busy, busy with life. Uh, work is busy working on various projects and doing overtime and on call work. Got to make those monies. You bet your butt. I totally get it. Um, a couple episodes ago, you talked about doing some courses to learn more about wine. It made me wonder if you'd ever tried to apply to work for the LCBO. I've heard it pays quite well and it has great benefits, uh, with your kind of experience. And maybe if you took some classes to become a sommelier, it would make you a great candidate. Um, I feel like this encompasses the retail aspects you enjoy, which is talking to people without the pressure of selling things. Anyways, just something to consider. Um, it's a great idea. It just, uh, what I'm trying to get away from right now is just the time obligation. That's the part that kills me the most is having to, um, give, give three shifts a week and, and uh, 15 hours and whatever, because no matter what I tell them are the best times for me to work when you're part-time, it's always even, it always seems to be evenings and weekends that they want you to work. And, um, and for whatever reason, the way the universe works, whenever I need to do something, the only times I'm able to do it is when I'm already booked somewhere else. So the idea with doing these promos is that as much as I can put three or four of them in a week, I don't have to, I can actually just say yes to one a month. If I want the idea is that they, they email everybody and say, here's what we got. Who wants it? I say, I'll take them. The ones for Ottawa, whatever I'll, to, I'll take those. And, um, if I can't do one, I'll just, I just don't do it. And it's also only four hours and it pays really good for those four hours. So I would have fun working in an LCBO. I mean, basically you're trying to tell people what to drink to get them drunk. I mean, that's a, that's a great, great gig. But I think like any other retail job, like as much as I'm like, oh yeah, I'm answering those questions. But then it's like, all right, but don't forget to sweep and mop. And we got price tags to print and uh, jump up on cash. And uh, did anyone uh, receive this stuff here and make sure you put all these at the shelf, make sure you face all the products. Like I, as much as I get that that's a job. And I, I know I've, at times my, my closest friends have, have, you know, felt upset because I'm, you know, it's like, well, that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people have jobs and that's what you have to do in the job. I'm like, I get it, but I'm out of shape and I'm broken internally and, you know, uh, carrying boxes around and ripping open boxes and, and bending over to the bottom shelf to put price tags on and stuff like that. Again, once is fine. I don't feel it, but if that's all I'm doing all day is, is printing tags and, and bending over, putting prices on the bottom shelves and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I, not until I get into better shape, am I able to do shit like that? And again, to be doing it for, you know, minimum wage or 14, 15 bucks an hour. Like I said, um, I'd much rather do something like the sampling where I show up. I stack a couple bottles and tables and then all I do for the course of them is just pour them into cups, hand them to people, make little ticks on paper, write down comments. Like it's very simple, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not doing a bunch of sweeping and mopping and basically at this point, physical stuff, you know, that's the stuff that, that gets me tight and sore real quick. So at this point I'm trying to 
focus on the things that I can do rather than just being someone who's laying around going like, I hurt myself. I can't work. I can work. I just have to be selective about the work that I can do. So again, when I'm, when I'm making 20, $25 working for driving Uber, that's easy. I drive to the location. I safely drive them to where they need to go. I pick up the next person. Easy peasy. I don't have to stop and sweep and mop and print tags and all this shit on top of it. And it's the same thing with the, the tastings. It's four hours. It's 20 bucks, $25 an hour, depending on what it is. You know, I have a good time. And, uh, and when I'm done, I, I, you know, clean, just a quick little cleanup and go home, you know? So anyways, um, <laughs> one paragraph in, I've, I've run my mouth for five minutes, but, uh, but it is, it's a great consideration. You're absolutely right. I would be an asset, but I just don't think it's, uh, it's for me right now. Like I said, anything that, that requires a minimum from me and every single week, um, is, is going to be kind of going against my goal of, of putting stand up back in the forefront, because to be honest, at the end of the day, uh, the most money I make in a month is from me being a comedian and I love doing it and I love seeing people happy. It's not that hard in terms of there's still time consuming and travel and stuff, but it's not, um, it, it doesn't feel hard and, and it's a, a labor of love, right? So it's, it's easy enough for me to do in that regard. Um, you said, I'm glad you addressed some of your shortfalls in your diet. Yep. I think drinking is definitely a trigger for you, which leads to bad eating habits. You're absolutely right. Uh, I don't want to seem preachy, but maybe it's something you should consider removing from your life until you get your weight under control. I, I think that you're right. Um, part of me regrets doing the wine thing only because of the fact that, you know, I'm trying not to drink as much and now I have a surplus of alcohol. So I might, I might try to like, see about giving some away as gifts and stuff like that. But, um, but you're right having it's, it's like anything else. If you have, if you have snacks and, and booze and, and things that you're having difficulties controlling, um, it's better to just remove them from the picture than to be staring at them. Right. I mean, when you go through a breakup, you typically take down the pictures and stuff like that of the other person, because it's hard to, to see. It makes you feel those things. So, um, out of sight, out of mind, you know, in theory, right. So, um, on this topic, there is a lot of sugar in wine. Essentially, if you're trying to lose weight, I think anything more than a glass a week is too much. Um, well, I'm, I'm definitely at that liquor. Isn't much better unless you are drinking it straight. There is not a single soda that is good soda and juice is pretty awful too. You're yeah, you're absolutely right. That's, uh, I, I, I don't really think that there's any people out there who are like, soda is good for you. You know, there's the ones that drink the diet shit and it's like, okay, well you just load up on chemicals instead. Right. But, uh, there's a reason we only feed babies milk and water. Okay. Scalding officially over. No, it's okay. Man. I, honestly, I, I appreciate you guys holding my feet to the fire because after, you know, it's only going to be so long that I can take having people tell me the same thing over and over again before I go, well, if I wanted to change, I got to do something. So, um, as always, I do appreciate the love, the fact that you guys are out there listening and giving a shit. Um, like I said, I mean, it really helped me through the relationship stuff because like, uh, it's hard for me to feel sorry for myself when I have so much fucking support. So thank you guys very much. I do. Uh, I do love you for, for being out there and caring. Um, you said, I have a computer game. I think we should play sea of thieves. It comes out March 20th and it is a cross platform compatible between PC and Xbox. Essentially it's a pirate game and you work as a crew to man a ship, find treasures and do piratey things. It could be really hilarious. Yeah. I saw a little advertisement for it on, uh, on Xbox the other day. So, um, yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt to remind me, but if that's something that you want to play, then fuck yeah, I'll download it and we'll, uh, we'll fuck around. At least it gives us an opportunity to hang out and, and do something. I mean, as far away as you are, we can connect in the sea are some pirates. Um, you said, I started watching grace and Frankie on Netflix this week and I'm really enjoying it. I had been watching uh, a lot of sci-fi and wanting something a little lighter and more relevant, but yeah, I'm really liking it. Essentially it's two couples in their seventies 
where the two husbands unveil to their wives that they are leaving their wives to be a gay couple together. That seems weird. The two wives are who are complete opposites end up leaning on each other and the interactions that ensue are pretty funny. It's Jane Fonda and Martin Sheen. And it's great. Now I assume Martin Sheen's one of the husbands, not the other wife, unless it's like a hairspray kind of thing. <laughs> He's just playing a, an old woman. Uh, it's like Mrs. Brown's boys. Um, so yeah, it's great. Anyways, that's about it for now. Hope you have a nice week. I have you. Oh, thanks red. I hope you have a great week too. Um, I'll check out, uh, Grace and Frankie. Um, I won't judge it until I actually have an opportunity to see it and, and see if it's for me, but it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I, I appreciate all you guys recommendations for a lot of things. And in fact, I, I've given some recommendations. People have watched some stuff. People have given me recommendations. I've watched some stuff. I like it. It's a good way for us to be out there sharing things that are going on. So that's, uh, it's always appreciated. And of course you guys, if you want to share anything, stuff you're watching, doing, reading goals that you're working on, like, again, um, I know it's tough for people to share something that ends up being in public forum. I, I really appreciate the, the regular emails from, you know, people like red, um, like well, red is Vanessa. Um, but, but you know, red, my buddy, Mark, uh, my friend, Chris, uh, Tiffany, like I appreciate, you know, a lot of the people who are regular, you know, writers just sort of sharing, sharing stuff that's going on with them. Um, and it's hard for us to put something out there. That's like, that's like personal, but, um, if any of you guys are working on anything, if any of you guys are having, you know, shortcomings or anything like that, you know, uh, we can always be spotters for each other. You know what I mean? Let me know what's going on with you and, and, and what you're struggling with, because, you know, maybe I can, maybe I can give, <laughs> give some advice and we can, you know, relate to each other and blah, 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 or just therapeutically get it out there. You know, maybe just getting it out there makes you feel more like, okay, I got to do something about it because now I've told people. And if I don't, I, fuck, who knows? I don't know. But all I know is contact at one man podcast.com would be the email to send anything that you want to share. Um, but in, it's kind of cool because in terms of this week, I don't really have anything that's like super, super deep. I think it's just more along the lines of like, I'm trying to make some changes in my life that are going to be important. Again, doing the writer's group is important. We hadn't done one for some time. So to, to start it up again, we're going to be doing another one this coming Sunday. Um, talked to everyone last night. We were just sort of starting to feel it out, but it looks like another one is being solidified up for Sunday. Um, but yeah, getting writing going. And that's what we did was, was they, they to pitch some premises. I pitched some too, but then we, we, a lot of us put our heads together and started writing some of these questions for the interview with Zoe, um, tomorrow. So it was, uh, it was a great, great writing. So that's the thing, writing comedy more, getting more prepared for comedy. Again, this, this not being able to do the just for laughs showcase this year. Not, I don't want to say not being able to, and it's like, I wasn't invited to is it's that I, I just wasn't capable. I wasn't prepared. Right. And that's, that's another example of why, if I'm not focused on my comedy, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss out on really big things like this, you know? And so that's why I say like, I'm going to take the shit that doesn't matter out of my life, make sure that I can still make ends meet, meet, but then, then I'm holding myself more accountable because right now, because I'm so busy with all these jobs, whether it's really as, as you know, hindering as I think everything from being able to go to the gym to, you know, spend the time making proper meals and meal prep. I've got too much going on that it's, that it's easy to say like, oh, well, I'm too busy. I got too much work stuff going on. Well, now I've cleared those excuses by, by canceling the jobs and just doing the small things that I, you know, need to do. Now I'm going to have the time for that shit. Now it's time to, to get my ass to work and start building, building those better habits. So 
Only good things to come, guys. That's my point. And as always, I'm super glad that you guys are out there and listening. You know, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of it, One Man Podcast. Um, Connect however you want. I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. Uh, Enjoy the bonus episode on Friday. It's going to be fantastic. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening.